Well, hello, sunny Christchurch, home of the press leaders debate. Busker. Yeah, 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 she's really good. We should give her some money. Hang on. Yeah. Let's get a coin. Hang on. You got any? Uh, oh, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we, a we, second, just a second. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, hang on, might be oh, in the other come pocket. Come on, you didn't show me the money. Tech, tech. Stuff 2020. Election. Podcast. No mai, hari mai ki Tick Tick Stuff's 2020 election podcast, Moterapa, Firanga Anuku, Fitu, Ko Adam Dadang Tene. Ko Eugene Bingham Tene. Tena Kato Kato. We bring you the news, some of the more unusual things about this election, and then we slow things down to focus on one particular korero. There are 10 days until the election. Right, so as it says in this episode's show notes... Uh, does anyone actually read show notes, Adam? No idea. That's why I was about to say it again out loud now, so listeners okay, know okay. what's right, coming. Sure. Anyway, as it says in this episode's show notes, this is a special emergency pop-up, Blink and you'll miss it, late night over-caffeinated, over-excited, one-off, super short episode where, basically, we have a really quick look at what's just happened at the press leaders' debate. Yeah, so as political junkies will already know, this year there are four set-piece debates between the major party leaders, Jacinda Ardern and Judith Collins, in the run-up to the election. And we've just been watching the third of those, the press leaders' debate, in the James Hay Theatre in Otsutahi Christchurch Town Hall. On Tuesday night. Yeah. And because this is an event hosted by staff who pay us to make this podcast... Amazing, really. Well, the staff's hosting the event. Oh, they pay us to make a podcast. Yes. Anyway, seeing it's all in the stuff family. We basically got White House level access and security clearance, which means we're allowed everywhere. Green rooms, backstage, tea room, orchestra pit, lighting box, control room, panic room. Just two things, Adam. Can we please not say White House because, you know, Rona? And second, I'm pretty sure there wasn't a panic room. No, but I was feeling a bit panicky. Anyway, mm. the point is that we were pretty well placed to do a backgroundy behind the scenes thing about the debate. But that kind of thing takes a few hours or so to stitch together afterwards. So we're not going to put out that episode until Thursday morning-ish. But the thing is, we thought it would be good to get you some quick reaction and analysis of the debate, fresh out of the oven, as it were. And my word suit political poem thing. Yeah, and that. And as usual, we thought it would be nice to catch up with one of our brilliant political colleagues. So that's today's show in a nutshell. Some quick impressions from tonight's debate, some expert opinion from senior reporter Andrea Vance, and a catch-up with our colleague... Carol Hirschfeld, who was involved in running the event. And my word suit, political poem thing. And your word suit, political poem thing. So, let's go. First up, Andrea Vance. So, she was watching the debate from afar on the live stream via the Stuff website, and here's her take on how it looked for the viewer at home. Good evening, Eugene and Adam. It's Andrea Vance here in Wellington, and I've been watching the press leaders debate on the live stream at home um, through stuff. So I was very much regretting not being in the audience in Christchurch tonight. It seemed like a very lively and engaged crowd. I think it's fair to say that the crowd was very much a Jacinda Ardern home crowd. Uh, it seemed quite partisan, very in favour of her answers, and at times uh, particularly hostile to Judith Collins. And that obviously is a reflection of Jacinda Ardern's post-COVID um, popularity, but also I think of some... 
legacy issues that National have because of the Christchurch earthquake recovery and rebuild. So it seemed like Jacinda Ardern was feeding off some of that energy. She was much sharper, much more relaxed and much more controlled tonight. She was not phased by Judith Collins' usual tactic of talking over her and interjecting. She just ploughed on through, gave her answer and quite frequently snapped back at uh, Judith Collins about the fact checker. And it'll be really interesting to see what stuff fact checkers come out with on the night, who, who had the edge there. Judith Collins, I think... Most commentators have had the consensus that Judith has won both the debates and she very, very much um, relishes that format. In this one, not so much. I think Judith uh, came across as very shrill, uh, slightly hysterical at some points and the maniacal laughter did her absolutely no favours. At points in the debate I was watching her and I just thought this is very Muldoon-esque. So not such a great performance from Judith, probably to be expected. She's had a terrible day. She's been answering questions all day about possible ructions in her caucus, you know, leaks, questions about her leadership, allegations of bullying and of making up policy on the hoof. So in terms of policy on the hoof, well, I don't think that we learned that much more really tonight from the debate. Um, There was one moment where they talked about fluoride in water, which has obviously been a long running hot topic in Christchurch. And I think both sides indicated that they were agreed and would progress that over the, uh, you know, through the election. So I thought that was quite interesting. Conversion therapy, which Labour announced this week it would ban, now, Judith Collins was a bit odd on this. She refused to answer the question. And I think that's a reflection of her this week uh, appealing to a religious base. We saw her praying in church before she voted. Um, a very shocking moment in the debate, I thought, and a very telling moment was when both women could not give the starting salaries for teachers and for nurses. And I think, you know, we can deduct a huge amount of points from them that it was a an obvious um, question. They should have known the answer. And, you know, not, not great that they that neither of them could come up with that. In terms of zinger of the night, well, I think there were some good ones, but I think we've got to give it to Jerry Brownlee tonight because um, when both leaders were asked what the cover price of the press was, we heard from the crowd, Jerry Brownlee, who has a long-running fractious relationship with the paper, he piped up too much, which got a massive laugh from both the leaders and the crowd. So zingers on the night definitely go to Jerry Brownlee, but I think overall Jacinda Ardern was a clear winner in that debate. She definitely had the edge over Judith Collins tonight. Thanks, Andrea. All right, Adam, we didn't manage to get any dinner tonight, so I feel like a delicious serving of word soup. What do you got? Yeah, I'm a bit hungry, I'll confess. So here it is, my condensed impression of the third leaders' debate of the 2020 election. Just a quick note, because hecklers in the audience didn't have microphones on them, my representations of their lines may have been misheard and are only approximations. So here we go. Miss Ardern, tick, tick, Judith, tick, tick. Miss Ardern, tick, tick, Judith. Bing! Economy, Bluetooth, Quake Rebuild, Canterbury. Hooray! Said someone in the audience. $64,000, billion, $6 for two litres of milk, $4.50 for two litres of milk, $3.40 for two litres of milk, actually. Said someone in the audience. Electric cars, sugar hit, innovation, R&D, what will be cut? It doesn't add up. That concludes this section of the debate. Judith, Miss Ardern, Dr. Shane Retty, Urban Rivers, electric cars, Miss Ardern. I drive a BMW, I drive an electric. Yay, said the audience. Zero carbon, nine years, two litres light rail. We need a plan. What's your plan? If I may. Unity moment. Tick, tick. 
We had a plan. Tick, tick. Party vote national. Tick, tick. Let's keep moving. Tick, tick. Bing! Nice. So, of course, we were lucky enough to be amongst the crowd at the town hall watching press editor Kamala Heyman and staff political editor Luke Malpass put leaders through their paces. But it was interesting that lots of the things Andrea Vance picked up on were the things that we noticed in the audience and that you just mentioned in your delicious word soup there. Right, so one of those people coordinating all the moving parts was Stuff's head of video and audio, Carol Hirschfeld. We grabbed her for a chat after the debate ended. So how, how did you find that? I thought it was kind of extraordinary tonight. I felt finally we were watching a debate that there was real energy and of course that was generated by having an audience of 750,000. 750,000. <clears throat> They pack them in and crush it. <laughs> it's incredible. Just it like is. sardines. No. <laughs> 750, I think. But, you know, what also um, was really interesting about this crowd, quite polite hecklers, but at the same time, you felt a balance somehow in the audience in terms of where the support was lying for either leader. Probably nominally... Jacinda Ardern was, was, was getting a few louder claps or more often, probably because it was a return to vintage Jacinda. Highly polished sound bites, as well as really feeling ownership of that, that big crowd. Mm. It brought out the best in her. Yeah, she seemed to thrive off it, didn't she? The, the Labour crowd would write down in front of her, of course, which would have energised her... Absolutely, but you know, you could still, every time Judith uh, scored a point, tended to be when she spoke, spoke from the heart, um, when she was talking about a, a subject she sounded really well briefed on, and that was around youth suicide. But I could feel the audible gasps in the room, and certainly when I was talking to the two commentators I was uh, interviewing at the end, um, when neither leader seemed to know exactly how much a junior teacher or a registered nurse mm. earned. And, you know, you've got to say, come on, people, you need those, to brief your... That's your right, those are things you'd harder. school up on beforehand, Absolutely. wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you've mentioned a couple of times the crowd. They were really with the third participant in this debate, weren't they? There was Jacinda Ardern, Judith Collins, and the crowd were, were very much part of it. And it was a relief to have them, to be frank. Mm. Um, but also, I think you got the sense that uh, these are... Uh, you know, two performers who are now closing in on the final leg and you're hearing Jacinda absolutely come into her own um, and behaving and acting more authentically than perhaps we saw in the first two debates. Favourite moment? Possibly the jury comment from Jacinda. I mean, it's hard to miss that. Um, something, it was like, you know, and she thought the answer was putting jury to be responsible for the borders. You know, that was, I thought that was another thing about this particular debate is that, that you saw a flash of humour from both of them. You saw, and, and needly but not unpleasant, you know, um, and it, was a sign that um, these are seasoned veterans who are used to thinking on their feet. Um, you had something of the house there, you know, and that's that again made for a, a really enjoyable spectacle in some ways. Did we get all of the information? Were hearts and minds swayed? Jury's out. Right, thanks Carol. We done here tonight, Adam? Yeah, and actually, they're just about to lock up the town hall, so we 
kind of got to wrap up and put this thing on the internet. Yeah. And don't forget that tomorrow, Thursday, we've got another episode coming out with the whole behind the scenes stuff from the town hall uh, and some really interesting stuff that we've got on tape tonight, didn't we? So tune in then. That was the Tick Tick Podcast, Motairapa, Firinga, and Nuku Fitu. I'm Adam Dudding, he's Eugene Bingham. Thank you to Andrea Vance, Carol Hirschfeld, the whole crew involved in the press debate, including Kamala Heyman, Luke Melpass, Vanessa Fleming, and the Amazing Stuff Events team, Jack Price, Catherine George, Janine Fennick, John Hardevelt, and Carol Hirschfeld. You can find us on all the podcast platforms, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can email tick at stuff.co.nz. If you want to support Stuff's journalism financially, go to the link on the Stuff website, stuff.co.nz. Kakite kwe te rapari. Mate bois. 